Welcome to the WCIA 3-in-1 podcast. Brett Barons along with Andy Olson after the Illinois basketball season opening 30-piece win. That's how I put it on the sportscast, Andy. 30-piece. Some cool kid. It's a lot of pieces. It's worth the 30, 30 stack. 30 stones. That was the one in college. You gotta stop. No, I... You gotta stop. We're not stopping. We're continuing on here. 87-57. You don't know what a 30 stones is? I've never heard 30 stones before. 30 keystone lights. Big back mm. in the day. Back in the day. Starting the pot off with the 30 stone. Illinois starting the season off with a 30 point win. If you had the 31 and a half, bless you, it didn't hit. Sorry. But Illinois doesn't care. How about Coleman Hawkins? Brad Underwood says. It's the story of the night. He couldn't shoot. He was saying that in jest. In well, his yeah. Post game comment. And turns out Coleman can shoot five of six from three in the first half. He finishes with a career high 23 points. Terrence Shannon Jr. looks like a wing that Illinois has not had in a long time. High flying athletic. That first half dunk Andy was pretty. What was your view of that from the. Yeah, I mean, it, it happened so quick. So what people don't know is that when you're on the court, you're so focused on the or we call it our viewfinder on the camera trying to make sure everything's in frame everything's in focus whatever else that sometimes the context of the game gets lost but i mean that dunk from terrence shannon it was almost like an arrival of sorts like you know chicago kid he's back playing in his home state left for a few years and is back and he that was a nice introduction back to on a nation, I'd say. I just thought of it as like, whoa, we haven't seen one quite like that. We've seen a bunch of Kofi dunks right yeah. through the years, and those are different. Those are hard hitting, but like to go now up and athletic. have that confidence, yeah, all the way cocked back with his left hand, like that just hit. At least yeah. for me, uh, watching their court side as well. First impressions, Andy, of this Illinois basketball team. Mine are it was sloppy at times. Mm-hmm. They're way more up and down. They are going to gang rebound without Kofi, mm-hmm. but they're going to get up and down the court. And I thought it was pretty entertaining in that sense. I think this team, first impressions, going to be frustrating for Alina Nation, very much so at times. Also going to leave you saying, okay, I can see some of these things. Yeah, I, and I think the frustrating parts are going to come early in the Agreed. season as they're all figuring it out. And, and the way that Brad Underwood put it in his postgame press conference, I think is pretty good is that they want to play fast, but they don't want to play sped up. Because when you get sped up, things are going too quick and they're rapidly just ascending out of control. But playing fast is the way that they want to be and to make quick decisions and to move the ball and to get up and down the court, like you said, very quickly. Um, And you saw that. And that is a completely different way of doing things than Illinois had last year. Which is why anytime anyone asks me, you know, how the Illinois basketball team is going to be, I say, I think they're going to be better than last year's team. Now, I told you this before we got started. I just like this type of basketball better, I think. And you keep going back to, it's just a different way of going about it. You you still think that this is the same Illinois team. Just a few tweaks without certain players in there. Yeah, stylistically, it's completely different. But I think they're going to want to do the same things. It's just how they do it is different. I mean... Yeah. You don't have Kofi, so it's not going to be as many sets straight out of you know, a timeout, dump it to Kofi. What it's, it's boring. I mean, we get, you know, I covered Kofi for three years at Illinois, and it, at times, even fans, like, it's just boring, you know? And, and that was the argument, and my argument to them was, 
are also really good. I mean, similar to football in a sense where it's like, okay, well, you get a lead in the second half in football, and they milk the clock and yeah. control the tempo and play complimentary football, and it's not the sexiest product, but wow. if you win games, does it matter? No. Like, you know, I think it's going to be way more entertaining at times this year watching this yes. style of basketball. At the same time, I think it's also going to be a lot more frustrating for Illini fans when it is going a little haywire, when it is going hectic, when you don't know what you have. Although I will say, like, what you have, Illini fans, is Terrence Shannon Jr. Yeah. That dude is the real deal. And you can clearly see after one game, or if you want to count the exhibition, which I don't know if I necessarily like. It's a two-school Quincy, is that right? Like this is at least a D one school with they have quite a few transfers at EIU. You know they do. They've, they've got some at least D one talent. Now they're not a great team. We'll get a better sense next week in Vegas. But at the same time, like Terrence Shannon's going to hold his. Yeah, Matthew Myers a proven player. Coleman Hawkins hasn't done that consistently, but he's still proven that he can do that at a high level. Uh, so I th- I think those pieces are there, and and I think. It's a positive first showing for Illinois, but there's still a lot of work left to do. <laughs> like no. That's that's what I come with. You know, 15 turnovers against a team like EIU is not great. Yeah, you know, and the, you, that's sloppy initially. It it was sloppy, but you know, I don't know what could have gone better in this game. We we knew there was going to be some rough patches as this team figures out. How to play with one another. Mm-hmm. The, all of these guys are Sony. There's only four returners uh, on this team. Uh, one of them's out. One of them's Brandon Lieb, who doesn't see the court that often. So, you know, so many guys are have never played in front of the State Farm Center crowd before, right? Have, have never yeah. played in the Big Ten. You know, so those kinds of things were going to, you know, show their head. And it's important that Illinois works through those things quickly to begin year they're almost in the same spot as the blue bloods are in the beginning of the year where the duke the unc's the kansas's have so many freshmen they're very talented freshmen which is why they're going to unc duke and kansas but it takes time to meld that together and that's why those teams always show up in march madness and may have had a stumble or two to begin it's the same thing a different way to going about it for no doubt and it's going to be different and weird and you know, a lot of Illini fans probably tonight, whether you are at the game or watching on TV, we're going, wait, who is this number three guy? Refer, to, know, the, refer like, to your program. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe you had to have the phone up there, or the roster up there if you were at the game. And, you know, who, wait, who is Terrence Shannon Jr.? Mm-hmm. He's number zero. And wait, okay, Sky Clark's got the hair, right? You're just like you're going yeah. through it. And, oh, Ty Rogers wears number 20. And, Heard about Dane Danger, but he, okay, there's him. And, you know, Sincere Harris, oh, yeah, like he kind of reminds me of Trent Frazier and that guy because he's got the headband and everything else. Like, yeah, okay, it's going to take that. And it's not all going to just be solved by Friday in the no, second game. not either. at all. It's going to take some time. And and uh, I only got three games, though, before next week. And that's <laughs> okay. In Vegas. If, even if they go to Vegas and they go 0-2, that's okay. That's fine. You know, yeah. as long as, long as, as they as, compete, exactly. You know, the, these games are good measuring sticks for where Illinois is going to be at at the beginning of the season, and that's why they have these kinds of non-conference uh, opponents because Brad Underwood just doesn't want to play cupcakes 
like Eastern Illinois and UMKC all the way up until Big Ten play. He needs to test his guys, and even if they fail the test, they need to have that to grow and get to where they want to be by the time March comes. All right, so we've hit on Coleman Hawkins and Terrence Shannon Jr. Matthew Meyer only plays 15 and a half minutes, three for nine from the field, one or three from three, four rebounds, uh, seven points, one assist, two turns. Did have a steal in there as well. Uh, Brad said after the game that this was trying to like ease him in. That's how I took it. How did you take that with him not playing much in the second half? And really not a great opening debut in the Orange and Blue for Matt Meyer. I mean, he was there where he, he needed to be. And I know that he missed more shots than um, he probably wants to. He probably will uh, not miss as many shots like that. I think he's going to be future. streaky. I think he was Could at be. Baylor, too. There's Could times be. where he took some threes and, you know, looked at yeah. his box scores at Baylor and you're going, one for six in the game. And you he know? could be the type of guy that needs the comfort around him and is going to be, he's going to be, he's going to benefit from this team playing together more and getting more time together. Um, you know, someone asked Brad Underwood after the game, like the reason why that uh, Matthew had sat for a good portion, most of the second half. He played 438 in the second half. Yeah. That's it. And the, his reasoning was just that he didn't need to play him is what sure. he said. I think he was getting to that point where uh, the game was kind of getting out of hand. And maybe he could have gone back in if, you know, EIU had rattled off a few. But, you know, Matthew Meyer, I think, knowing his past and knowing that experience is not going to be, even if he is streaky, not going to be one that is uh, down because of a bad performance like this. You know, I, I think it's just as likely that he comes out in the next game and it has a really good performance up there with Shannon and, and Hawkins. Yeah, I think he's confident and he's done it before. Exactly. At that level. So you, the other Baylor transfer, Dane Danger, 15 and a half minutes, Andy, 17 points. Now, a bulk of that was in the second half. He was beaten up on Dane. him. You know, so you, you kind of got to give like, okay, well, opponent, matchup, whatever else. So Danger scores 13 in the second half. Makes all six of his shots, though. Yeah. Well, I'll give him credit for that in the second half. Uh, but, you know, 8 and 9 for the game. 10 rebounds for him. So he goes 17 and 10, uh, plus 15 in the plus minus. I don't know how Dane could have asked for much better in a, the true opening game. Not only for Illinois, but like the dude's played nine minutes of college. I was going to say until tonight, this was his first competitive action like ever since high school. Yeah, right. Like in college ever. Yeah, like he spent three. This is his third year in college, and he's not played in a competitive right. game in a very long time. So to see him have that kind of performance, and like you said, even if it's against some of the backups for EIU, as you're getting towards the end of the game, he bullied them. And I think for his own confidence, as much as Matthew Meyer has confidence, has been there, done that. Mm -hmm. Dane is not. No. Dane has not been there and done that. So getting him minutes like that and getting him confidence and just racking up those points, I think is really important. And getting him in a position where he can make a big impact against those D1 talented players. I would agree. And I think 15 minutes a game for him is about where if yeah. he can contribute positively in 15 minutes, this team is going to do something because I think – that would be a great metric for him to be a, a rotational player off the bench, provide some rebounds, and, you know, four offensive rebounds out of his 10. Like, mm -hmm. that's that's a great number for him. if It shows his hustle and, and what he's doing and his versatility, which I think is really in that as well. Uh, let's just lump a couple of the freshmen together here. Uh, start with 
Let's start with Jaden Epps and Sincere Harris. Jaden plays 24 minutes. Sincere plays 15. And the minutes are what I'm looking for in freshmen because it tells me, one, how much Brad Underwood trusts them, and number two, uh, how much defense they're playing. Because if they're if they're playing, then they're probably defending. Like That's yeah. kind of how I view that. Uh, so Sincere goes four of nine from the field. Not a bad debut no. at all. Jaden one of four. So offensively, not quite as much there. Jaden played a lot more minutes, uh, nine more minutes than Sincere. But your thoughts from both of those guys combining for 11 points tonight? Sincere's fun. Like, I, I think maybe he was one of the uh, not forgotten about recruits in this class. But I feel like all the spotlight was on Sky Clark and Ty Rogers uh, when Sincere Harris, like you said earlier, uh, kind of reminds me and people of Trent Frazier a little Where's bit. Where's the like, number, too? I know. It, it just makes it easy in your head. Same number, same kind of player. Uh, he's got His arms are so long, and, and he is such a good defender. He's got such a nose for the ball. And when even on offense, there there was at least one time where he got an offensive rebound and just put it right back up for the easy bucket. Uh, he is always sniffing out the ball, and he is going to be it's kind of I feel like he's going to be that gnat for opposing teams. I think teams in the Big Ten will hate Sincere Harris by, by the end of the year because he's got that kind of uh, ability. Uh, as far as Jade Neps goes, uh, not a, a, an inspired game, I would say, but that's going to happen when you're a freshman. It, it's nothing against him or saying that he's behind where he should be at this point. Just, you know, Weren't that many flashes, was mostly running the game, took some open shots, uh, you know, and didn't make many of them. He only had one shot made total. Um, So we'll see how his role kind of is in this team. I'm not really sure what it is. Almost as a backup point guard behind Sky Clark. And I know Ty Rogers can do the same thing, bringing the ball up the court. So, um Being the second team point guard, he's not going to score a lot of points. You know, as long as he gets comfortable within the team and the offense and is able to distribute, I think that can be a successful rookie campaign for him. Yeah, and I think Brad wanted to see what Jaden could do. Jaden played more minutes than Sky Clark tonight. I don't think that's going to be the case. No, for most games, Uh, see how much, especially in the second half, uh, that plays out. Jaden played eleven minutes in the second half. Um, You know. I think you put it that way. He's a backup point guard to Sky. Sky's the clear number one. Sky got the start, and and I think that's how what his role is going to be. Whether he defends and makes smart decisions and doesn't turn the ball over, and if he can get a rebound or two in there as well, I think will go a long way to determining just how much he sees the court yeah. this season. He's got a big body though, and you know I think that mm-hmm. can translate. So so does Sky. I mean they've definitely upgraded the roster not only in terms of talent i think overall athleticism but then just like big physical guys and sincere's not like the biggest dude but he plays a lot bigger than he is and yeah. like you said he's long his that's one the play off thing. the board we got the offensive rebound and put it back off the glass i'm like that's a high level play yeah and you might not be able to do that in the big 10 consistently against against bigger guys but like if that's the baseline of what he can do against an eiu then i feel really positive about what he can do he's got hops too season. Like yeah, he, he got blocked by the rim at one point, but <laughs> you know, he, he yeah, can the get dunk. Up. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Seeing his reaction after that was pretty Welcome funny. Welcome to college basketball moment, right? He, he was like, laughing about it. Oh, yeah. dude. And that's, that's, and that's going to live with him for forever now. Yeah, but. I don't think his teammates are going to let him down on no, that anytime soon. Or, or the coaching staff. All right, let's talk uh, the other freshmen that made uh, big impacts here today before we get to R.J. Melendez. So let's go, what do you want to go first? Ty Rogers or Sky? Let's do Ty. I, I think I had high expectations for Ty Rogers coming in because you you're hearing such good things. He played with Team USA over the summer. Um, you know, such a high-rated recruit, in-state guy. And, you know, we really saw tonight that he is a pass-first guy. You know, he, he is always looking for the open guy and, and is not going to take – a contested shot. He did have he had one shot on the evening. Got to the line a lot. He needs to work on his free throw shootings. He was one of six. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eight rebounds and five assists. He's just the guy that does the dirty work. And that is such a Brad Underwood type of guy. Like it, it's mind numbing. Like just just thinking about if if Brad Underwood can could Frankenstein construct a player, it would probably be Ty Rogers. I would say. Yeah, I think so. And I think he'll want him to be more aggressive. Like I don't think we're gonna see him. Only taking he'll, one he'll shot. He'll definitely take more shots. That's part of confidence for me and getting in there and knowing what he's doing and his role and all of that. But I think if he takes three shots a game, like I think that's about the number. Three to four shots a game is, yeah. I think, where Brad Underwood would feel pretty comfortable and confident with him doing that. And you you mentioned it. He's got to be better at the free. I mean, one of six is tough, and maybe that's some nerves. Maybe that's yeah. whatever it is. But... I would imagine that would improve, but you know, for me, it's similar to Mont to Demonte. Monte didn't always have the best stat lines, but like he mm-hmm. was the junkyard dog. He was the guy that was going to go do the dirty work. And Another same number. It's true. I didn't twenty think about and twenty that either. One and one. Put 20 that together, and 20. both right now. Uh, maybe that's coincidence. Maybe that's Brad Underwood and the coaching staff being like, "You're going to take twenty. Yeah, right? you remind you're me of Demonte. Right you that. remind me of Trent, and you're going to take number one. Be good though." Ty plays 22, almost 23 minutes, and uh, and and made a positive impact. I think that's the biggest thing you come away with at plus 19 in the plus minus. Sky Clark, 23 minutes. He only takes a couple of shots, too. Goes one for three in the game. Does have five rebounds. I think he's just positive, so he's, he's getting to the he glass was really, a little bit. He was really good at that yeah. and just finding the space. Uh, and, and maybe that's, you know... Teams aren't up to date on the scout report on him. You know, they they are not aware that he's willing to, you know, take up that empty space to grab those rebounds, but he was really good at that. And then all it takes is the ball to come his way and comes down with it. I think the one sticking point from Sky's the five turnovers. Sure. That's not gonna work in, in a point guard's spot, especially against an EIU team. When you get more ball pressure, if a team and an opponent knows that you're prone to turn the ball over, they're gonna push you. How how is he going to respond to Tiger Campbell next week against UCLA? You know, a veteran guard. Uh, you know, and and how is a guy like, you know, Ty Rogers going to respond to Jaime Hackes? You know, like those are things that I just can't wait to see. But like that's yeah. the development piece, and, and we'll get there. And at, you know, to say it again, even if they fail in in those matchups, that experience I think it should be really exciting for Illini oh, fans. Yeah, absolutely, we're mm-hmm. going to find out pretty quick what this team is made of in that sense. RJ Melendez, not a good night. 0 for 5, all three-pointers, only one of two from the line, two rebounds, uh, I mean, two turnovers, and that did have two steals, but, like, I don't leave great 
feeling about RJ Melendez. He didn't necessarily pick up where he left off in the Houston no, game. No, no, you need more from him there. I mean, I like the confidence to shoot the threes. Yeah, and his shots were wide open too. So especially that one in the corner, like I feel yeah. like that's where he has to make his money this year. Is that corner pocket? I don't think we can write that off yet. You know, no, it's, it's just one not game, at all. but it is something to look at and be okay. You know, we need to see more from him there because uh, like you said that's going to be his bread and butter this year that's where he's going to score his points and you know Illinois is going to need that too it's not just like oh yeah. RJ needs wants to score points you know the team needs him to score points no doubt about it and they shoot what is that uh, 9 of 26 34, almost 35% for the game. If he makes two more of those threes, they're closer to 40% yeah. from the field, and you feel a whole lot better about that. He makes three more. Let's say he makes three of his five. Now Illinois shooting 40-plus percent from three, and you feel really, really good about that. I'm okay with him shooting five threes a game. Yeah. Just got to make a couple. I think that's what it comes down to. Who do we miss on here? Anybody? I want to say one more thing about Terrence Shannon, too. 13 of 15 from the free throw line. Really good. We are going to see a lot of that this year. Yeah. He is a driver for sure, way more than a shooter. And I think that's going to be a really positive thing for Illinois. More like Io in there, except he's a lot bigger. He is. And I think they have similar games. Yeah, I would agree. Um, Even though he has that bigger body. You mentioned that it's been a while since, you know, someone in Illinois has had that athletic of a, of a slam before. Io had a few, you know. Yeah, but Io was not the athlete that no, is. No, I'd agree. Because like, I was great, but I was not like a high level quote unquote athlete. I was a big guard. Yeah. You know, Terrence is a full on wing yes. in, in this sense. Yeah, they play different positions. Yeah. And, and I think that's okay. Like, mm-hmm. it, I think it's fair to compare their game in one sense, but like they're not the same player. No. You know, and I was gotten a lot more athletic. I mean, his freshman year, I don't, he didn't dunk Andy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he could. Maybe he did. Like in practice, I'm sure he would say he could, but like, Brad Underwood would call him an elite layup maker because elite's Brad Underwood's <laughs> favorite word. But, like, uh, he did not dunk at all, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I still don't know if Io could do what Terrence did on that. I think there's going to be a lot of athletic dunks this year between Shannon, between Sincere, almost getting up there. He got, he got pretty close. Yeah. Um, you know, Dan can throw down the Kofi-style dunks, two-handed. Uh, oh, yeah, no doubt. They're... You know, there's going to be some rim shakers this year, I yeah, think. Yeah, and Kofi had some one-handed dunks like that, you know, some yeah. windmill. I will say, I think that Terrence reminds me a little bit of, like, Joe Bertrand, which predates you even, like, me a little bit. That was a decade plus ago. But he's a way better athlete than Joe Bertrand. Sure. So, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of high-level wing, you just, we, we have not seen it time. That is the missing piece and all of that that I think is exciting except he has the handles too like like, a lot of wings can't handle it i I feel like terrence is is gonna bring that to the court and he plays defense like he had some Mm. blocks tonight that really got up and showed his versatility i want to bring that up too there i don't know what the block number is for illinois nine nine yeah i mean it it felt like more than that like they were all over them like all night on on defense and having that kind of coverage and now they gave up some open shots too but underneath the rim i don't know what points in the paint is for eiu let's see 26 it felt like it was less than that it just felt like they were always all over them yeah illinois 38 to 26 points in the paint uh 
you know, the the nine blocks, you're not going to get that at every game. No. It's part of the opponent. Like, we have, I mean, we have to keep that all in perspective. You know, EIU gets 12 steals to 10 steals for Illinois. Like, you know, shows the sloppiness a little bit in my eyes when you look at the box score. But I just think of it as aggressive. Like, Illinois is way more aggressive defensively, willing to gamble. And like you mentioned earlier, it's on Brad to figure out that mix of, of when to go, when to not, when to mm-hmm. push when to play fast, when to pull it back. And that's part of the learning curve for both coaches and the players. But that also, to me, is a lot more entertaining. And mm-hmm. it's not first year Broad Underwood, Trent Frazier, freshman 17-18 season when they lost to EIU and they were just like running gun time. Yeah, This is a little bit more, I feel like, paced and conservative. We'll see where it goes. But overall, I think a lot of nations should feel pretty good about this opening 30-point win over Eastern Illinois, UMKC, on Friday, another 8 o'clock game, and then Monmouth Monday in the third straight 8 o'clock game to open the season. We're heading to Vegas to face top 10 UCLA next Friday. All right, we'll do it again Friday, Andy. Fun times. Fun times here on the WCIA 3-in-1 pod. Until then, thanks for listening.